1: Alright everybody, welcome to another, the 18th edition of Blockbuster Mentality, your favorite place to go for all things movies. I'm your host Ben Secord, it is June 10th, 2016 and we do have a great show for you today. With me as always is your co-host Brandon H.
0: Benjamin, do you know what I'm going to today?
1: What are you going to do? I'm going to feel like a butterfly, sting like a bee. Oh, man. R.I.P. Muhammad Ali. Yes, sir. Yes. Uh, lost a great one. Yep. But, uh, but we're focusing on the positive today. Absolutely. Are you excited for the show? Yes,
0: I am. What do we got on tap today, sir?
1: We have quite a bit. Um... We have some uh, news on the new Ocean's Eleven reboot. Uh, looks like Kate Blanchett might be a part of that. Okay. Uh, we have some uh, Namor news with uh, Marvel. Um, Josh Brolin talks about uh, Avengers 3. Okay. Some uh, Star Wars news and speculation. Uh, and a whole lot more, so sit back and relax. Let's talk some movies. You ready for this? I'm absolutely ready, sir. (laughs) Let's do it. All right. And first, as always, we want to let you know how the box office did this weekend. You know, we're we're a movie show, so we're obviously going to go over that for the weekend of uh, June 3rd to June 5th, 2016. All right. So we're going to give you the top five. Number one this week in its first week was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Out of the Shadows. The sequel to the original uh, pulled in thirty-five point three million. Number two in its second week, X-Men: Apocalypse twenty-two point eight million. Number three, we had the uh, romance movie Me Before You uh, with eighteen point seven million in its first week. Number four, Alice Through the Looking Glass, the sequel to the the first one. Uh, with 11.3 million, and number five, the Angry Birds movie with 10.2 million, and that rounded out the top five here. Uh, Brandon, uh, second week in a row, you you predicted it right on the money. I uh, I obviously need to take a uh, page from your book because you're you're killing it with the box office predictions.
0: Well, sir. I don't know. I'm literally just guessing, but little surprise, man. Uh, Popstar never stopped stopping. I, I honestly know. thought I was in the finish right outside top five. Um, yeah,
1: I had that in my top five. That it? was number eight, but hey, the
0: budget was you know pretty low, but still, I mean, I thought I was going to do a little bit better. Yeah. You know what's crazy? I'm looking at Jungle Book still sitting up there at number nine. That, to me, it's kind of like, okay, week
1: number eight, so... Yeah, I know it's it's crazy, and yeah, I mean Angry Birds is still pulling in over 10 million. I can't believe that. Yeah, I know. Um, I mean, it's. I'm looking at the budget here. It was 73 million. It's made 87 million domestically so far. So I mean, a little, little over that. And I don't have the the world stats right in front of me, but. Uh, um. Well, sorry if you guys weren't hearing me for a little bit there. I. Didn't have the microphone right up to my lips, anyways. <laughs> wah, wah. But uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, nice guys is bare, just made the top ten at number ten with three point four million. Man, I th- wanted to see that do a little better, but you know, I, people aren't looking for those kind of movies. I don't think this time of year they're looking for the, yeah. the action movies, comedies, things like that. So, oh well, it's a great movie. I think it'll start getting kind of like a cult following eventually. I um, hope so. That movie was pretty funny. I mean, like we said, we saw the earlier screening. It was uh, hilarious.
0: So if you had a chance to check it out, definitely check it out.
1: Yep, definitely. All right, so we're going to go into some movie news uh, that happened over the past week. Um... I'm gonna Like I said at the top of the show, uh, Ocean's Eleven is in the news again. Again, we talked about this a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. that Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Sandra Bullock were going to be in a reboot of Ocean's Eleven. Actually, I don't even think it's a reboot. I think it's in the same universe right now. I don't even think they even know yet. Um, but, uh, but yeah, they're to star in a, an Ocean's Eleven reboot. Um, but yeah, we have some new casting news. It looks like uh, it's confirmed now that uh, Kate Blanchett will join. That's a that's Bullitt. a definitely a heavy yeah, hitter. Yeah, yeah, I'll say. Um, so I mean, and then we have a couple others. But first of all, I mean, yeah, what do you what do you think about Kate Blanchett that, being cast um, in this?
0: Wow, that's a heavy hitter, uh, Oscar nominated actress. Yeah, I think you know once you announce the rest of the cast, that's supposedly going to join the movie. It literally is living up to the, the guy version of Ocean's Eleven. Uh, you definitely had some heavy hitters. You had some great supporting cast as well. Um, this is shaping up to be interesting. Like, yeah. I, It's really definitely caught my attention um, as far as, like I said, once you announce the rest of the cast. But, I mean, you can see kind of uh, shaping up who is almost who's role, the guy version, I guess I would say. But, yeah, uh, I'm excited about this movie now. Starting to definitely get my attention.
1: Yeah, definitely. Like you said, yeah, Oscar uh, Oscar winner, actually. So. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, anything she's in. It'll be interesting to see her in a more like a, I mean, obviously, I would think this will be a comedy. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see her in that kind of role. But like you said, with the originals, I mean, they they had everyone. Brad Pitt, George Clooney, um Don Cheadle you know everyone like that and then they even had you know for different sequels they added people like yeah Al Pacino was in the third mm-hmm. one so um so yeah it'll definitely be interesting to see Kate Blanchett in a comedic role um or in a co- comedy movie I should say don't know if her character will necessarily be funny but um I mean even going back to the throwback with the original rap pack I mean yeah. yeah I mean it's it's they yeah. choose
0: to fill, but I think
1: they're doing quite fine. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, there's two other names floating around for the reboot. Um, it looks like uh, Mindy Kaling, obviously from uh, the Mindy Project and The Office. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's in uh, talks for it, and I believe it's confirmed confirmed at this point yeah it looks like it's confirmed so she's she's going to be in it and also uh helena bottom uh bonham carter uh obviously from fight club alice through the looking glass uh she's in it as well so i mean they're definitely adding a lot of recognizable names just like the you know the originals yeah i almost feel like mindy is almost going to be like the cedric the
0: entertainer (laughs) yeah uh, character, yeah, in the movie. I mean, I hate to say because she's a comedian, but yeah, I feel like that's almost gonna be. I think you mean uh, Bernie Mac. I did I say, say Cedric? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know what. Yes, Bernie Mac, absolutely <laughs> correct. Uh, but yeah, I feel like you can almost pair who's playing whose character off the movies. I mean, down the roll. so I mean, it'll be interesting. I mean, I, I actually am pretty excited about this movie the more and more that comes out about it, so
1: yeah. Definitely, yeah. I don't know if they're going to parallel each character or not, but, yeah, I mean, you they're gonna, obviously going to somewhat. I, and I, that, I, that's why I said I don't know if it's a reboot because I know it was in talks that Sandra Bullock might be uh, George Clooney's uh, Danny Ocean's brother or okay. she'll be his sister. Um, so I, I don't know if it's going to be in the same universe or not, But um, but actually, actually, <laughs> right here. I should have done my research. Uh this new film will be a continuation of the George Clooney led film. So yes, it looks like it's it will be um kind of like a sequel. Sequel. Okay. I mean, remake. Hey, I, we'll I'm, we'll call I'm, it that.
0: I'm okay with that. I'm, yeah. I'm definitely okay with that news.
1: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we'll see. I mean, it seems like uh they're starting this, you know, female-led cast with Ghostbusters. Obviously, that's not getting very positive buzz right now, um, so we'll see how that does and see if that affects this movie at all, or um, I mean, our, our
0: perception you, of it at all. Are you spearheading this
1: charge of uh, people hating on all-female casts? No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, w- <laughs> I would never, I would never, I don't know where you where you got okay, your information. I, I don't know, I mean, if you <laughs> listen
0: to the last two or three podcasts, maybe you don't know about, but... Hey. Uh,
1: there's this rumor going around that I might be sexist, but that is far from the truth, my my friends. So Brandon is spreading rumors, but uh, but yeah, we'll we'll see see how this turns out. I'm excited for the cast. Uh, like I said, Sandra Bullock, Jennifer uh, Jennifer Lawrence are already attached, so we'll see where it goes from here. Um, sense. all right, what's our what's our next story?
0: Well, my friend, um, as we talked about before, um. The the Old Man Logan story, interesting uh, news story just came out. Uh, like we said, we talked about before in the last couple of podcasts, uh, many of us assumed that Hugh Jackman's follow-up to the Wolverine would be an Old Man Logan story. Um, turns out that it might not be, and it's kind of weird because we, we know there's pictures that came out of Hugh Jackman with the beard, older-looking Wolverine. Right. But uh, rumors floating around that it actually might be titled Weapon X and be actually be based on... Um just almost their own movie out of their own script. Uh well, here's the thing, you gotta break it down this way. Old Man Logan had Red Skull, She-Hulk, Cockeye, Spider Man, many other Marvel characters that they don't have access to. Um so it'd be hard to actually pull that kind of storyline off. Um and we talked about the Reavers being the main villain, so um it looks like Weapon X would actually make more sense. Um all those characters are based from Weapon X. Um because like I said,
1: the Reavers were in the, uh, the. Some of the members were story of Old Man Logan. Or... No, no, none of them were. That's oh, why okay. it makes
0: more sense. They actually own the rights of these characters. If if they were hand in hand with Marvel, you could pull that off and um, share that storyline. But like I said, there's just too much. You get Hulk, She Hulk, Spider Man, uh, Hawkeye. There's so many characters that they don't have access to that play a major storyline or a major role in the storyline. The whole the whole. Uh, premise of Old Man Logan was uh, the main main villains in Marvel um, pretty much defeated all the superheroes. They used Wolverine as a pawn. He killed a lot of the superheroes, actually. They put a spell on him. And, um, or Mysterio uh, did something where he thought every superhero was a villain, killed, killed his whole team, and from that po- point on, he said he would never you know, have his claws come out. He retired as Wolverine, settled down, had a family, um, the Hulks, or I guess I would say Hulk, uh, had enough, got married to She-Hulk, which is his cousin. What so they almost had, they had inbred kids. What? Who murdered his family? And it pretty much were they
1: like Hulks as well? Yeah, like they... they were Hulks. They he
0: had to pay rent. They everybody <laughs> knew that he uh, was Wolverine. They made fun of him the whole entire time because he would never. He just took it like a little punk every every time they came. <laughs> they murdered his family, and that's what pretty much made him come back and he went wow. on a, went on a massacre uh, he fought every major supervillain pretty much in marvel yeah and the the main battle was him versus hulk at the end man um, but that it was one of the epic. better storylines but here's the thing it's
1: epic but guess what we're not going to see yeah. it in the movie at this point exactly um, cuz x-men is with fox we've been trying to drill this in your guys' heads you know those who don't know yep. um yeah x-men is with fox Hulk and every all the Avengers are with Disney Marvel Studios.
0: So it kind of makes sense that the story would come out that it might be called Weapon X. You can focus more on that. You know, it's like a finale to his story. You yeah, know, Weapon X made him. It comes full circle almost. That it would be. It would make sense for him to go back and maybe track down the last yeah. of the Weapon X program. Um. So what are your thoughts? I mean, do you think that is more better? Would you prefer? Yeah, I mean, the old man Logan storyline still. I mean, with yeah. Changes? I mean,
1: obviously with. Uh, so the the uh, the whole Hulk with the marrying She Hulk and everything um, that was in the old in the X oh, that in was the, in the old man Logan story old man Logan yeah. okay, but uh, yeah obviously they can't do any of that. Seems like everything with old Logan they need other characters for, so it makes sense that they're not doing that. Uh, obviously, it's impossible <laughs> um, legally, um, but uh, but yeah with uh, Weapon X, I mean yeah why not um, with uh uh, Wolverine, um, each movie has been, I mean, there's only been two movies, but I mean, obviously the second one has been better than, was way better than the first. Absolutely. So hopefully this will be even better than the second. Cause I mean, second still received mixed reviews. I mean, I know there's some things about it you didn't like and, um, but obviously it was a whole lot better than, uh, yeah, yeah, I X-Men agree. Origins. Yep. So, um, so yeah, I mean I th- I think they're they're going to do it right it's going to be like we said before it's going to be rated R so they you know really don't have any limitations in that regard so I think I think this can be this can be great I mean either storyline doesn't really matter to me cuz like I said I'm uh, I just know from what you tell me about the the comics in that regard like I follow comics uh I follow comics, but you're obviously more <laughs> in depth than I am in that regard. But, uh, but yeah, uh, why not? Let's let's see it. Can't wait for this movie. Actually, yeah, I
0: mean it'll be interesting. We'll see. I mean it'll be interesting if they try doing like a little mixture of both Weapon X slash Old Man Logan. I guess you could try pulling it off. But like I said, hopefully they give the fans what they want. I would love to see Hugh Jackman just wear yeah the classic Wolverine outfit once. I mean that's all I ask for. Please. Give him a proper send-off. We've never seen it in the movies yet. We saw in the deleted scenes, there was, a, a I guess, a treasure chest he got at the end of uh, Wolverine where he opened it up and it was the Wolverine mask and the the whole outfit, but he never put it on. So I'd just love to see that one send-off one time, him in the whole costume. That would be awesome. You know, and one Berserker
1: Rage scene would be awesome as well, too. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah, I mean, this is actually the... I mean, we haven't seen any footage or anything. Uh, this is actually um, my most anticipated Wolverine movie yet. So Yeah, no, I agree with you on that one. So we shall see how it turns out. All right, our next story, kind of along the same lines, you know, comic book-ish. Uh, Josh Brolin has been talking about Avengers Affinity War a little bit. Okay, Obviously the third... Avengers movie. Um, so, uh, just going to give you his quote of what he said about the actual story of uh, Avengers three. And uh, going to say right off the bat, definitely gets me a little little more excited for this movie. Uh, from an interview with Movie Phone, uh, here's Josh Brolin on Avengers Infinity Wars uh, story uh, quote. Yeah, I sat at the table and I listened to the story from beginning to end, which was, you know, sometimes you go around and you go, oh, it's a great movie or this is a great experience, and you kind of know that it's not. This is the opposite. These stories, these Avengers stories will come down to this conclusion, and that's our involvement. Basically, my character against everybody, and it's really fun, and they've chosen to do... Uh, what they've chosen to do with the story i think it's brilliant personally i was blown away and had to goose pimples pretty much 50 percent of the time that i was listening to what was going on and pretty amazed that i'm going to be involved in it so it's a big thing that's coming up so brandon what what were your thoughts on uh josh brolin's comments here brother i'm i'm right there with you
0: absolutely are you joking i mean <laughs> this storyline these avenger stories all come down to this conclusion and that's an, our involvement basically my character against everybody I, yes pimple, please 50 of the time they're talking I, brother i i'm so excited for this movie to happen right now um i mean this is like we said we've hit this so many times it's what are we at How many movies are we at now? Total, pretty much 13. Ye, I think 13, uh, 14. Yeah,
1: something like that.
0: Literally 16 movies about time I think it rolls around. Yeah. All lead to the storyline concluding. This is what this whole universe is building towards. I am so excited. And just to see an actor be excited about the project themselves um, means a lot. I mean, obviously, Josh Brolin's had a little cameo here and there. I mean, maybe, technically we only saw him in... Guardians of the Galaxy, him playing the character, yeah. CGI. Um, for him to be this excited, I'm excited, and I've always, I was already excited about the movie. I mean, I, I literally feel like a little kid right now. I cannot <laughs> wait for this to happen. I know,
1: and I, I like how he says uh, the Avengers story all come down to this conclusion. Yeah. I've always, you know, I they have movies scheduled up to you know the 2020s you know they they have movies planned you know for this universe to keep going but i've always said that this movie seems like the grand finale of you know all we've seen for the MCU so far if if this movie is just as brilliant as i'm hoping and what i think it'll be this at least we'll always have these movies from 2008 all the way to this comes out the first part comes out in 2018 we'll always have these movies they're going to be you know treasured forever it doesn't matter what happens after that this is the grand finale of this era of the mcu that just uh, gets me so excited that he called it that that you know it is somewhat of a conclusion yes they're going to keep going on with the universe but you know it's still this is what everything's built up to so yeah that definitely got me excited and then just him saying how it's my character against everybody which is just how the the comics went you know his character obviously is thanos Mm -hmm. Um, who was first hinted at in uh, the first Avengers uh, in the uh, mid-credits or end-credits scene. Um, So yeah, like you said, I feel like a little kid too talking about this. Yeah, this definitely gets me so excited, especially saying that he had goose... I I, I say goose bumps, but it always tickles me when someone says goose pimples. Um, But uh, saying he had goose pimples (laughs) for much of 50% of the time he was listening to the script. So... Yeah, I cannot wait. This sounds amazing. I mean, you, like I said, I agree with you. You nailed
0: it 100% when you said, you know, it's a conclusion. Most of these actors' contracts, the major players for Marvel, they come to an end right after Avengers Infinity Wars. We don't know if we're going to have a Chris Evans, a Chris Hemsworth anymore, uh, you know, RD uh, Robert Downey Jr. We don't know what's going to happen with him. So a lot of these characters... You know, this might be their last raw. Technically, if they don't re-sign contracts, re-up, um, so this might be the last time we see a lot of these characters yeah. uh, played by these actors if they don't reboot them. So, uh, hopefully, they send us out with a nice shebang.
1: Yeah, you know, woo. Yeah, I mean, they know, and
0: um, <laughs> I mean, like I said, like you said, I mean, May fourth, twenty eighteen is the first part. May third, twenty nineteen is the second part. So, right. I mean,
1: I, like I said, I, I do feel like a little kid. I'm getting right now about seriously. that seriously is it 2018 yeah we're in 2016 and we obviously have still a lot of movies we're excited before for before that and it's just yeah definitely gets me excited but uh but yeah it's it's gonna be awesome i just love that we had this era obviously it started in 2008 with iron man the first one and it's just gonna kind of wrap up and then it's exciting too that it's kind of like a fresh start after that i mean we're gonna have more movies and we'll see where the universe goes from there but yeah this is this is our basically grand finale for all these avengers movies so super excited uh right what is our next story we'll keep it in the mcu universe
0: as, uh, always um there was a rumor that came out over the weekend that channing tatum you know was possibly leaving gambit uh the gambit project in order to take a role over at dc um, they've kind of cleared up uh the speculation a little bit Um, Channing Tatum supposedly fully committed to Gambit, you know, the studios and they go forward with Gambit, but unlike Marvel, they don't have a compete clause. So he is free to still be in DC. Yeah. You know, like you look at Michael, uh, Michael B. Jordan, he jumped ship from, um, over at Fox, fantastic four to, uh, where are we at Disney? So Gambit, I mean, Channing Tatum has that option. He could be technically in a DC movie if he wanted to. Fox doesn't have that kind of contract clause, so I mean it, it, it could be interesting. We've had people play and both sides of the universe before. You had James Madison Cyclops play in a DC movie. He was um, Lois Lane's husband in yep. the movie. I mean, you. I, I mean, that's the only I can think of right off the top of my head. Actually, you know, we're gonna have um, I can't think of his name, but he's playing Commissioner Gordon. He was uh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, J.K. Simmons. He's he's played both sides of the field so. Um, interesting, I mean, it's interesting that they actually have to make a report about this, because, um, yeah, you never know, it's, it's, the crazier things have happened in Hollywood, and of course you're gonna go where you're getting paid at, you know, and if, yeah. if the Gambit Project, there's still not even a release date for it, um, so it makes sense, I mean, if if he's getting offered money by Warner Brothers to play a role, I, hey, more power to him, Yeah, I and mean, you know, next time we're gonna see him, gonna be in, um... What is it? Kingsman, the Golden Circle, you know. So right. it's it's interesting. What do you think? Do you think he should play in DC? I mean I mean, does that make sense? Or do you uh, think he should I mean be supportive to Fox and just focus fully on Gambit? I mean, what are your thoughts on that? I mean
1: yeah, I mean he's gotta do what he's gotta do at this point. I mean, Gambit obviously has been a hot mess so far. <laughs> you know, they've been had a release date, they changed you know, it's changed the release date, then they pulled it, you know, from release until further notice so i mean it's it's been it's been crazy i mean who knows if it'll ever get made obviously i mean it sounds like he does he want it yeah he made comments about it
0: uh he didn't say anything on this story they said they went to an embedded source a deeply embedded source close to training tatum that says fox is still moving forward and tatum remains committed this is one of those people that just like ryan reynolds deadpool that was one of his dream characters always talked about it all the time how much he wanted to do deadpool Tatum is one of those dudes who loved Gambit. Always said that he wanted to um, do a Gambit movie. Practice the accent, you know. He was. I seen clips of him throwing cards. Right. It's it's a character he really loves. I mean, it makes sense for him to want to say it to it. But it, hey, if it's, I mean, that, you know, even at the Oscars, he had his hair grown for the movie, and everyone yeah. was like making fun of him. But at that point in time, he was close to they production. Yeah, exactly. So, um, no, I mean. I, like you said, more power to him if he does it. I mean, I don't know what character. If you had to speculate on the character, I mean, who would he be over at DC? I mean, would you make him a main character? I mean, could yeah, he lead yeah, I know. two he, franchises as two major characters? I mean, yeah,
1: he would, I mean, he would have to be a minor one because if he's a major one in this and then he's a major one in Marvel, I mean, you're going to definitely confuse the casual movie-going audience. Yeah. Um, You know, who doesn't really follow it as closely as we do and, you know, know the difference between each franchise and how they're different. Obviously, DC and Marvel are totally different, but still, I mean, the casual movie goer might not, you know, get it. Yeah. But... At the same time, I mean, the studio is going to do whatever they want for money. So, I mean, the, the studios don't care. Um, you know, one studio might care that he's over there, but, you know, the studio making the movie is not, not going to care. care. Yeah. yeah, I could
0: see him playing like something like a Booster Gold. Uh, that's almost like a comedian, funny-ish part, but could be serious. I mean, you know, there's some rumors like, oh, Green Lantern. But, like I said, that's the face of a franchise at that point. Uh, if you're going to go that route, I mean, it kind of... I mean, at that point, if he does that, if he really did do that, I could see the Gambit franchise going cold for yeah. him. It doesn't make sense, you know, to do that. Like you said, but like you said, if it's the studio that's making, it's not going to care that he's committed to another comic book property. They're not going to care. So, um, yeah, I agree with you on that. I don't, I don't really know how it's going to go. I mean, like I said, like it said, it's an embedded source and everything we say, it's subject to change. I mean, we, we're not there in the, in the, the boardroom when they're making these decisions, uh, I mean, tomorrow could come out production for Gambit starts tomorrow. We don't know. Um, yeah. Everything we say, you take with a grain of salt. It's Hollywood, and we don't control anything. But this is just stuff coming out from Hollywood and, you know, sources like that. So, I mean, I would love to see him do a Gambit. A uh, Gambit's one of my up there characters. I, I love his background, his storyline. And I just love actors who are committed to the story, and they, that's something they, they have a passion for. So,. Hopefully it comes out. If not, yeah. you know, maybe we'll see him in DC.
1: Yeah, I obviously want to see a Gambit movie. Just it's a little discouraging at this point that. There's been so many bumps along the road. I mean, I think it will eventually come out. I mean, who knows if when it does come out, it will be Channing Tatum at this point. I mean, obviously, he's passionate about it. Ryan Reynolds, like you said, with Deadpool, he's stuck with it for so long to finally get it made. So, hopefully, Channing Tatum will do the same. Because right now, I mean, I can only see him in the role just because he's been talked about it. You know, he's, he's been in talks for it for so long that I can't even imagine anyone else in that role. So, so, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with that. Um, what's our next story?
0: Well, um, keeping once again, we're still in the MCU universe. Uh, Sebastian Stan, who plays Bucky in Captain America, the First Avenger, and the Winter Soldier. And now Civil War, uh, he's come out. Last time we saw him, uh, spoiler alert, if you didn't see Civil War yet, Bucky gets frozen at the end of the movie. Uh, he's in Black Panther's home country, Wakanda and so he's put on ice that's how the movie ends with for him right um he came out at uh wizard world in philadelphia this weekend uh, which is a big comic-con thing um he said and i quote i don't know man i mean there's obviously a very clear answer but i'm not i'm not maybe say it now where did he end up at the end of the movie that's the movie he should be in i feel like that would be the natural but i don't know So, he was quick to also point out it wasn't 100% that he would be in the next Black Panther movie, so I should have said the movie he's looking at being in coming up next would be Black Panther, that would make more sense. But, um, it does make sense. He was frozen in Wakanda, why wouldn't he bring um, Bucky out? I mean, it makes sense that either the government's going to come after him because Winter Soldier's there, or um, where he's going to naturally need his help. So, I mean, it makes sense that Bucky would appear in Black Panther. What do you think? Do you think it makes...
1: Yeah, I, I thought that it almost was a given just because of what we saw at the end of Civil War. I mean, it would actually make no sense for him not to be at least a little part in it. I mean, it's definitely a big part of uh civil war so uh, I I hope he's in it if he's not I mean it's not gonna be that big of a deal but it just might throw me off a little just because you know they obviously tease towards it um so yeah I would I wouldn't wouldn't be surprised if he were to be in it and would actually be surprised if he was not so I don't yeah. know what yeah I don't know what he could do per se but I yeah. mean, it would make
0: sense. You could, I mean, that could be a vital part of the movie. They're, you know, obviously um, there for him. That makes sense to bring him back out of it. Or, you know, who knows where we're going to be in the Affinity Wars. Is that, in the, is that after the first movie? Or is that before? Do you, I don't even remember. What, Black Panther? Yeah.
1: is that Black Panther is before. I think the it, okay. same year, it's early 2018, I believe. Okay, so
0: that might actually, is that the movie that leads right into it? Actually, I think it is, isn't it? Yeah. I think it
1: is. Yeah, so that's going to obviously tease towards it. Um, Should say in an article Uh, when it comes out.
0: No release dates
1: on the article. But, uh, but yeah, it would definitely be interesting to see him in that, you know, mixing those worlds. Obviously, it's going to be a totally different feel than... The normal MCU movies. So, we'll... Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm sure we'll find out in a trailer, I would assume. So, but yeah, Like your favorite thing long. is, let's see it in a trailer. Yeah, let's see it in a trailer. That's right. Um, anyways. And uh, speaking of the MCU, Marvel. Obviously, we're <laughs> sticking on this. A lot of Marvel news yes, people. Yes, exactly. Um, so we had some of the Captain America Civil War cast talking about how they might want... uh some of the X-Men to join the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, that'd be a fanboy's (laughs) dream right there. Uh, Talking at a panel at uh, Wizard World Philadelphia this weekend, Chris Evans, who plays Captain America, Anthony Mackie, who plays Falcon, and Sebastian Stan, the Winter Soldier, all shared their thoughts on those characters, joining the Marvel Cinematic Universe with with, uh, Stan saying, looks like it's time to get back some of those X-Men mystique. We need that mystique. Evans, meanwhile, has his sights set on another character. I'd love to work with Fassbender because he's Fassbender. Him and McAvoy, one of those guys, would be great to work with. Uh, There's no denying that seeing this uh, lot team up would be awesome, but it's sadly unlikely, is what the article brings out. So, as unlikely as it would be, how awesome would that be? Oh, my
0: God, that makes me want to cry. That makes me want to cry. Who who said they wanted to work with Mistake? Um, uh, Evans. Yeah, probably because Jennifer Lawrence is hot. Nothing to yeah, really do with exactly. The, uh, oh, I'm sorry.
1: Uh, S- uh, Sebastian Stan said that. Oh, Sebastian
0: yeah. Stan. Probably because she's hot. But yeah, <laughs> I agree with you. I want to work with her too. Um, no, but Fazbender, Can you imagine that? I know. I mean, Hugh Jackman. I I guarantee Hugh Jackman would put on the claws one last time if they would transition over to oh, Marvel. I think he would do it yeah, one more time for that. To. He would have um, to. No, God, that's just a fanboy's dream. But you know, what? we never said Spider Man would be in the same universe. Yeah. I remember when that was when that first was the rumor I was like, oh, it's not going to happen. Just like I told you like I didn't think Hulk was ever going to happen, but you know, you never know. Things stranger things have happened. You know, if X-Men they're they're doing good, but it it should be doing better at the box yeah. office. Fantastic Four was a flop. You never know. Fox might get tired of bleeding money, you know, and hey, let's make a deal, you know. So, I would absolutely love for that to happen. Yeah,
1: it's like they said though. It's never going to happen. Um, unless, but like you said, I mean, we we said that with Spider Man, Spider Man's in this universe, um, so you never know. Uh, it's it's gonna be a while if it ever does happen. I mean, obviously, Fox is doing pretty well with their their X Men franchise. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're gonna compromise on any of that. But uh, but yeah, can you? I mean, imagine? they did
0: they did compromise to get the TV shows. We don't really yeah. talk about TV too much. They they had to make some kind of deal for the um for f- uh, Fox to use the X Men characters on TV which they have um, Legion coming out, which is technically Charles Xavier's kid. Okay. Um, it's a, a show based on him. I think they signed eight episodes for FX. So, I mean, they, they, they made a deal for um, Fox to do the TV. So you never know. You never know what kind of, kind of deals they made to make that happen, but should be interesting
1: and uh speaking of not getting anyone back what's our what's our next story or
0: maybe not getting folks well back. you know it's funny we're we're talking about this namor it looks like those rights more than likely uh fall under marvel now um and so namor is for the people who uh the submariner it's almost a lot of things parallel each other in dc and marvel you got flash quicksilver you know, it's just a lot of stuff, you know, Batman, Captain America, a lot of things, you know, are parallel to each other. They almost copy, like, they release right. a new character, they'll make a character that copies it. Um, Batman, Moon Knight's another example. Um, Namor is the equivalent of Aquaman right. in the Marvel Universe. He's, an Atlantis, he's the king of Atlantis in Marvel's Universe, um, and know, that was under a question. He's always been in... He's a major Fantastic Four character, but also was an Avenger, also an X-Men. Uh, so nobody really knew where it fell under, but apparently... I don't have his name in front of me, but um, he gave an interview and said that Namor pretty much falls under Marvel. They can use the character. So with that being said, tie-in the same, um, same storyline, Brian T., uh, who's an, um, an Asian actor who plays in... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I probably said that too fast, and then Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's playing Shredder um, through his hat in. He wants to play um, normal Namor. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, and I quote: um, "I grew up as a comic geek, and the Submariner is one of my favorite, fondest superheroes. I feel like I can play him. If there's one role right now that I would love to play, it would be Namor. Um, once again, I'm always about actors who." Either read the comics, know the comics, yeah, love the character. You know, Namor's not necessarily an Asian character, but you know what, dude? Uh, Marvel's broke that boundaries to um, do that. You know, DC's broke the boundaries. Obviously, um, not every character is going to be race-related to what they are in the comics. You can't do it. Um, I would love to see him. I mean, he looks like he could play the part. Um, this picture, I mean, I'm, I'm showing holding the picture up for you right now. In comparison. Um Yeah. I mean
1: Yeah, I mean it definitely I, I wouldn't I never thought of him as being played by an Asian, but I mean it definitely works. Um you know. Uh but yeah, I mean I, I, I he, him saying they have the rights, it doesn't mean they're you know, have any plans to make a movie yet. There was no talks about um, that. I think they're um, gonna
0: kinda my, my prediction if I can throw something after, I think they're gonna see how Aquaman does. Yeah. Yeah, uh, to be a full water-based movie. If it does good at the box office, maybe they'd be more interested. I mean, the perfect time to bring this character in, I think, honestly, would be the Infinity Wars. You can bring a lot of characters in, side characters. I think it would make sense if you're going to do it. Yeah, They Need His Help would be an in Infinity Wars. It would make sense to bring him in at that point. Maybe not a substantial role, but just enough to know that he's there. He helps him out towards the end. I don't know, but that's that would be my guess. I don't know. At least that's what I would love to see him pop his head in
1: yeah i mean but yeah that's definitely would be a smart move by marvel to wait till aquaman comes out see how that does see you know maybe even to take some pointers out of it say hey we can do that better you know yep. we'll, <laughs> they could definitely definitely do that especially with the success mcu is having um i don't think they're in any rush to make a movie like that so yeah might as well might as well wait till aquaman comes out so um, but yeah, I I read the Civil War storyline, and he was barely in that. Um, he obviously wasn't part of the Civil War storyline mm-hmm. in the comics very much, um, so I don't know much about the character. But yeah, I kind of want to see Aquaman yeah, before I even make yeah, any <laughs> yeah. judgments on he that. He
0: definitely has a deep rooted. He's got I I would say his most history to probably be with Fantastic Four. Uh, I mean, he's got a lot of ties with that too. Richards. Yeah. It was one of those things where he had a, he had a fondness for Sue Richards I'll put it to you that way so um it, it's interesting I wish they had the rights to Fantastic Four it'd be great to bring everybody in you could play off that really good
1: yep I agree so uh, speaking of water and splashing we <laughs> we have some interesting news on a Splash remake what? That movie with uh, the 1984 film with Tom Hanks and Daryl Hannah, oh, young um, Tom Hanks. Yep, young Tom Hanks. Man, 1984. Can't believe it's been that long. Um, well, uh, uh, let's see here. Uh, Brian Gray or Brian Grazer. Sorry, sorry, folks. But yeah, Brian Grazer was uh, talking with CNBC, and uh, you know the interview uh, brought up about hypothetically remaking his best known work. Um, including Splash, and uh, Grazer surprisingly revealed that he actually is working on a Splash remake. Uh, While he was hesitant to share any additional details, Grazer did add that the new movie will be a version of his original Splash idea, which was uh, tilted wet and told from the mermaid's point of view. Uh, And then he says, there's a movie star involved or going to be involved, Grazer said, I haven't announced it. So, what are your thoughts on a Splash remake, Brandon? Interesting. Um,
0: so, I'm, I'm assuming from what you just read to me, this would probably be more from the human standpoint?
1: Uh, no, I think the the mermaid, mermaid standpoint. standpoint. Yeah. Okay, so that's okay. Yeah, yeah their um, point of view.
0: It'd be interesting. And, you know, we talked about Little Mermaid being brought into a live-action movie. I mean, if you're going to do it, you need to do it sooner than later. You don't want to, you yeah. know, have... <laughs> movies coming out with mermaids I know. in 2 studios. Yeah, that would
1: be super weird.
0: Um I mean, I remember Splash as a kid. I mean, I don't remember great details on it. I remember I, my sisters used to like watch that movie a bunch yeah. of times and I'm like, yeah, <laughs> really again. But it was it was never where I was like, yeah, I'm not going to watch it, but I mean, it would be interesting. I would I'd be it de- I guess it would depend on the actors and the actresses who they hire, but I mean, apparently he's got somebody in mind. So, I mean, it, uh, I guess once again, that's one of those
1: let's see the trailer, see how it goes. Ugh. Come on, Brandon. This this sounds awful. I'm sorry. Why 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 do we have to make another splash? Why, why?
0: does Hollywood reboot every movie? Uh, exactly. They can't think of they anything. They need to stop. So,
1: they need to stop. Well, brother, uh, it's they're like, running uh, out of ideas. That's splash, point. splash. Hey, they made a Karate Kid. I didn't think that was <laughs> going to happen. All right.
0: Jeez. You
1: know? What? What, yeah! what, what are they going to do?
0: What, oh, uh, oh fl- we
1: see we see Tom Hanks from the water now a fl- instead.
0: A uh, Flintstones remake of a remake. That's what they're going to do. Okay?
1: <laughs> I think they've they've tried that. The, um, well, yeah. Um, but yeah, Splash, I mean, come on. Uh, stop it. Just stop it. Like you said, they're doing a Little Mermaid live-action movie, which I'm actually interested in. But Splash, give me a break. I...
0: Splish splash. She was taking a bath. <laughs> I don't know. I, think I mean that's honestly, I don't
1: what are they gonna do with that? I, I just uh... I I'm gonna...
0: I uh, mean, I don't know. What are we going to do a remake of next? I don't know. I all. mean, shoot, if they're talking about doing a Tetris movie, bro, what would you rather see, Tetris or Splash? You're probably going to say Tetris. So <laughs> never mind. Let's not even ask you that question. Uh, I don't know. Uh, wouldn't you rather see Tetris than Splash? I don't know. It depends if they have those old school songs in the Tetris.
1: Oh, man. I, I don't know. I just, I don't see this. I mean, I know they're remaking everything. This came out in 1984. It's not like it's this huge household name. Mm-hmm. Man, I didn't think we'd be talking this long about Splash. Yeah, we talking know. about this a little bit longer than yeah. I thought. But, uh, all right, our, our, our next news story that we just wanted to quickly discuss is uh, uh, s- not a Splash remake, not a, uh, not a I don't know, uh, Land Before Time remake live action Land Before Time. We're not talking about that. We're talking about Star Wars Episode 8. Ryan Johnson shared a new image um, of what looks like a Jedi robe. It kind of looks like Luke's robe, but there's been some speculation that uh, that it might be a, a different Jedi, but basically he was saying how they're at the end of filming. Uh, his tweet basically said, at the home stretch, and just had a picture of the robe hanging there. It looks like a boom mic is next to it and things like that, so okay. you know it's on a movie set. Uh, so that's exciting that they're wrapping filming soon on that. Um, but uh, but yeah, did you see, did you see the, the picture of the robe? Yeah, I
0: saw a picture. I mean, that looks like what
1: Luke was wearing, yeah, to that's, be honest with you. That's Uh-oh. what I thought, too, and I didn't really think anything of it. Um, well, I mean, other than I was excited that, man, we're that much closer to an episode eight and next star Wars movie. Um, but, uh, but yeah, then there's speculation that maybe it's a different Jedi. Maybe it's one of the force ghosts, you know, that they're filming, but yeah, it definitely looks like Luke's, but yeah, I'm excited. It's, uh, you know, we're a year and a half away from our next, star wars episode movie obviously we have rogue one a star wars story coming out in mm-hmm. december of this year um but but yeah i was pretty excited for that especially his little quote in the home stretch which we're almost done with our second star wars movie that's of this crazy era. that's crazy but you know what that picture reminds me of
0: what it, does it remind it you it reminds of? me of the ending scene of the force awakens where they just staring at each other in the face for twenty? Oh, minutes. Oh, you mean that scene that I <laughs> yeah. love? I uh, literally just it reminds me that picture. I uh, literally when I first saw it, I said, "Wow, this reminds me of Ben." <laughs> this <laughs> reminds me of Ben, just like excited about them staring at each other. Yes, as,
1: uh, as many of you may know, I'm very passionate about that uh, end scene in a positive way. Brandon, not so much. End scene of Force Awakens, you know, with uh, Luke standing there with Ray. I'm very passionate about it. But hey, I'm just excited we live in a world where episode 8 it just feels it feels like we were just talking about episode 7 yeah. coming out mm-hmm. and you know talking about the trailers for that and we're they're done all- Almost Almost done done. filming episode eight. It's just very exciting times for Star Wars fans. So I cannot wait for this, and was super excited about that tweet. Probably a little more so than you because you hate that last scene. I don't hate it. I just don't (laughs) think it was one of the best scenes ever in a Star Wars film. I mean, you know, I'll take the Tie Fighters coming out over that. I mean, that's great. That's great. But yeah, I don't know. It's just something about that scene. I I don't want to. I don't get me started. Don't get me started. Listened to a few episodes ago, and I kind of went on a little a little passionate uh, rant about it. But, uh, but, yeah, I'm excited. Can't wait for more Star Wars news. All right, now is oh you have a next story oh no i'm sorry <laughs> we're trying to be discreet about this all right now is our cutting room floor where we discuss uh just quick quickly brandon's going to go over some uh, topics that happened a little minor topics that happened during the week um that again it's a segment we called cutting room floor just going to quickly go over them and uh brandon let me cue the music here and i'll let you get started
0: the human torch was denied a bank loan
1: <laughs> unique new york new york new york unique all right brandon what do we have in this week in the cutting room floor Well, this
0: week we have some mark ruffalo he's an exciting new direction for thunder the god of thunder and hulk and door uh rangark um ragnarok sorry folks <laughs> i've been i've had sorry. a couple of uh, shots but hey it doesn't matter let's go past that um We've, talked, we've touched on this before. Obviously, um, Mark Ruffalo has said that Thor, it sounds like it's going to be the worst we've ever seen him. Uh, he says he's excited to see some new stuff with the Hulk. And we're definitely going to see uh, some new stuff for the poor old Thor. Um, he's amazing. He's got a lot of heart and it's fun. Uh, he's excited to get started on it. Pretty much what he's saying is Door's going to be the lowest we've ever seen him in a movie. We kind of touched on that. Yep. Mark Ruffalo just reiterates that for us. Any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, just it looks sounds like it's going to be dark.
0: Give me some dark. I like it. Speaking of dark, uh, Toby Cabal, who played... <laughs> Speaking of... Anyway. Um, he played Doctor Doom in the Fantastic Four reboot. Uh-huh. Says Josh Trank, who uh, directed the film, he said his, film, uh, his cut of the film was great and we'll never see it. He said it was a lot darker than what it was before. Um, you know, most of the people through um the director of the movie Josh Trank uh, saying it was his fault for the movie right. being bad. You know, he comes in with the defense and says, "No, the version he had was a lot darker. It made more sense. wasn't cu- um messed up a lot." Um, what do you think? Do you think? He's just saving face for the director? Or do you think no, it was a lot darker I mean, than it was? Or? It,
1: sounds, it sounds like it was. I mean, especially with what Josh Trank has been saying, what he originally tweeted when that movie came out, how his original vision was different. Um, I It says we'll never see that version, but I hope there's some way we can see that version and maybe it's a little better.
0: Next story, we've touched on this before. Uh, it's another Star Wars movie. Is Disney reshooting as much as 50% of Rogue One? Uh, Storyline, um, Entertainment Weekly, who's got a close relationship with Disney, said that um, no, there wasn't. It wasn't that big of a deal. Just simple reshoots. Um, a source close to the movie, and uh, I think our folks over at Playlist revealed that Tony Gilroy is actually supervising, if not helming, the reshoots himself. Um, that's a director from The Born Legacy, and um, it could be as up to 50 percent. I mean, do you think that's true? Do you think it's fake? No, then, uh,
1: especially because it, it didn't come you from, know, from Disney. Um, I, I I don't buy it. Um, I mean, you, you know, the
0: big thing is they're saying that Edwards delivered too dark of a gritty and war movie to Disney, and they're not happy with that. So you don't think that's possible? They're no. making it up more lighthearted for the. Yeah, folks. it might
1: be a little lighthearted, but I, I and I think I I heard recently that it was forty percent um which i don't even think that's true um so definitely take this with a grain of salt um yeah i mean
0: last time we got this kind of news was there's two stories where we got this kind of news that where it was a lot of reshoots you know we had world war z which was plagued i mean i remember when that sort that movie was coming out um it was plagued with a lot of rumors about this kind of stuff and right. fantastic four the, you know they had the whole rumors of reshoots and all that stuff um Obviously, World War Z being good, and Fantastic Four being hot garbage. So, hopefully, that's not the case for this movie.
1: Right. And then, uh, real quick, I just want to touch on it because I don't want to, uh, you know, misguide anybody. Um, actually, that, that's that been completely debunked that Disney is reshooting 40% of the film. Um, R- Rogue One, obviously, I got this after you, you had the show notes, so I'm not... Over overstepping anything, um, Rogue One is going in for for pl- unplanned reshoots, which is true. Um, test screenings of Ro- Ro- here's the report. Test screenings of Rogue One got a bad reaction from the audiences, triggering massive reshoots. It was debunked. There okay. have been no test screenings to date. Um, let's see here. So yeah, I mean, so yeah, I mean, it's it's still a little up in the air. We don't know. <laughs> what's going on, but it, it seems like it's not as in it, and it, I'm pretty sure it's not as much, and it's not as in much trouble as everyone's making out to be, I'm sorry, go no, ahead. No, no, that's good no, I'm, I'm all for
0: that, uh, absolutely that's great news people, so scratch that um, THR reports, because we know this is just a rumor, it was never confirmed, well Michael B. Jordan pretty much confirmed he is going to be in Black Panther, and reuniting with uh, his crew director, so thoughts on that no thoughts. No thoughts. All right. <laughs> well, uh, Sir Anthony Hopkins. We know we're going to see him in Thor. Uh, Paramount Pictures has officially announced he will be in Transformers: The Last Night. Um, cool. Big big name actor. They keep adding all these actors to it. Why not? Um, another another rumor that came out. You know, there was they had a bunch of um, Justice League, Justice League movie titles that they. Um, I guess what's movie? What am what am I looking for? They um, signed up a bunch of names. Uh, for websites yeah uh, well Jeff Jones, Jeff Johns reveals nope the title is called Justice League
1: okay no,
0: none of these other names like Gods Among Us Angels and Demons Gods Among Men none of those names he said it will just be called Justice League uh, we have some more fan reactions from Suicide Squad um positive all positive so far sweet nothing bad but um, that's what
1: happened with Batman v Superman as well so
0: yeah like I said I, I, I'm on to wait for the critics the critics um announce that that's the case I'll be happy with that too and critics
1: Um, aren't always right but
0: no but if fans and critics usually it makes you know Civil War get both critics and fans so I'll be excited about that Suicide Squad pushing a hard rated PG-13 close to being rated R uh, according to stuff because one of the descriptions is disturbing behavior what do you think about them barely missing the rated R movie how dark do you think it's going to
1: be all Joker that disturbing behavior yeah it's pretty cool might be darker than I thought um
0: the Martian actress Mackenzie Davis she was in the Martian she's the one that helped uh, I don't remember what her role was in the movie um something to do with the satellites I I can't exactly do it she has been added on to the Blade Runner sequel That is along with Dave Bautista Robin Wright and of course Harrison Ford and Ryan Gosling so what do you think about her being in that role you think she's gonna be add something to the cast Yeah. yeah definitely yep and last but not least, Alicia Vandekar. Vikander. Vikander, Vandekar, Vikander, Vandekar, Vic- Vikander. Yes. <laughs> uh, she announces, which is another thing that makes me happy, another passion project. She actually grew up playing the Tomb Raider games. Um, she says she kept it secret because she didn't have many girlfriends that had that interest. So she kept it a secret, played it growing up, super excited about doing the movie, and has been training. Um, she said she's danced for many years and is ready for the physical role. So what do you think about her being playing the games, knowing a lot about the character, being excited yep. once again?
1: Like you said earlier with the, the comic book stuff, it's nice to have someone that's actually passionate about the source material, is familiar with the source material, Um, so yeah, I'm definitely excited about that, that she actually is familiar with it. Um, which is cool. All right. That was our cutting room floor. Uh, just quick, quick news stories that we just wanted to go over that happened during the week. Um, and then I believe we have a, uh, email. Finally, we're, we're getting to an email question on the show. Um, which Brandon is going to let us know who it's from. Yes. I'm trying to pull it up right now. Um,
0: Wow. Okay, bear with me, folks. Well, I can give you the gist of it. I remember it was Blake uh, coming in from Miami. You know, Blake, thank you once again for writing us. He gave us a whole rundown of his favorite kind of movies. He said he was in the sci-fi, comic book movies, that kind of stuff. Gave us a whole background. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, I, unfortunately, Blake, I don't have it in front of me. I can't pull it up. But I remember the just of your question. Uh, it was along the lines that you and Ben, you know, us, we seem to have good chemistry, how long have we known each other for um when well, was the first time we met uh Ben do you care to <laughs>
1: take this <laughs> oh man um believe it or not, folks, me and Brandon met in a limo of all things. Can you believe that uh, well, uh yeah um <laughs> you're a better storyteller than me but i i'll 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 give it a go um. So my brother-in-law, or my sister, was marrying a guy from Florida. I lived in Michigan at the time. Um, He was going to propose to my sister, so he invited all his friends up from Florida uh, to surprise her after they uh, got engaged to throw an engagement party. Um, He was going to propose to her, and then they were going to be picked up in a limo. We picked up Brandon, who was flying in from Florida with other friends in a limo. Um, I was in the limo on the way to the airport to pick them up and who comes in is this, this cute little guy right here. He comes into the, uh, the limo and that's the first time I've ever seen Brandon in person. Um, I eventually moved to Florida, um, which was 11 years ago now. So, and that, that, that limo ride was, was 12 years ago. Um, so yeah, we've, we've known each other about 12 years, men in a limo. Do you have anything to add to that?
0: Uh, I remember the first time I saw this person, I said, man, I hate this kid. (laughs) (laughs) I said, I hate this guy. Why? Why? Uh, yeah, we've had some crazy times together. Uh, obviously, yeah, the chemistry I'm in, uh, sounds like, no, I've never dated him or anything. (laughs) No, but we, we, we've definitely, um... Yeah, I mean, we were both we were in both of each other's weddings. Um, yeah, so we we have some we have some good stories. Yeah, maybe not appropriate for uh, on the air, but yes, we've known each other for a while. Um, who figured we'd be doing a podcast together? You know, we've always joked around about stuff like that, and always had a passion for movies and a lot of the same interests. So, yeah, I mean, uh, once again, Blake, thank you for that question. Uh, hopefully, I didn't miss another question. I think that was pretty much the gist of the question. How long have we known each other? And and when was the first time we met, so yeah, I mean, it was in the limo, believe it or not. And and the funny thing was, the person that we were going to see, Joey, um, and his sister Chelsea, they didn't have a clue we got the limo for them. So actually, when the limo driver was trying to get uh, his brother-in-law to come over, he was like looking like he was going to fight him. And we were all in the limo, um, laughing at that whole thing. <laughs> and I actually put on a blonde wig and like ran around the limo yep. and yeah. So no, it was, it was cool. The first time we met the, I, I
1: yep. did think, man, I, I hate this kid. 2004. That was That's, a lifetime ago. was definitely a lifetime ago, man. But, uh, but yeah, appreciate your, your question, Blake. We'll definitely get to more of your guys' questions, uh, in the coming weeks, obviously email us at, BB at gmail.com tweet us at blockbuster cast all right um, we're gonna we're gonna do a, a, a have a little more fun here I know we're running a little on time here try to keep the show under an hour but uh, we're gonna go a little over today we're going to do some trivia. We haven't done this in a while. Uh, it's always fun to fun to do, test our, our movie knowledge on each other. Uh, we have five cards each. Uh, each card has three questions on it. Uh, one of us uh, is going to ask the question uh, to the other, but uh, the other is going to give a number one through three to let us know what question to ask. So again, five questions total. Um, Brandon, are you ready? I am ready, sir. Let's do this. All right, uh, do you want to go first?
0: Mm, it's up to you, brother.
1: Yeah, you can go first. Pick a number one through three. Let me go with uh, Let me go with number dos. Number two. All right. Name the artist who sang "The Power of Love" in "Back to the Future." <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah,
0: I'm gonna have to. I don't have a clue who oh. that was. Wow. I know the song. I just don't know who sang. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it you,
1: was. So you don't have an answer. I don't correct? have an answer for that one. Okay. The answer was Huey Lewis and the News. God. All right. Uh, yeah, wow. It, I know it's it's hard on the spot. Hey, it's hard okay. on the spot. All right, sir. Go ahead. Uh, number
0: one. Number one, what actor appeared in all the following films? The score? People vs. Larry Fent, Flint and Rounders.
1: John Melkovich? No, sir. Believe
0: it or not, it was the the second incarnation of the Hulk, Edward Norton. Oh, man. Yep.
1: Alright, one through three, my man. Uh, we'll try. Let's try one. Name the actor who appeared in the following films. Apollo 13, Reindeer Games, and The Green Mile.
0: Tom
1: Hanks. Ooh. We were looking for Gary Sinise.
0: Wow. You know what?
1: Gary Sinise. Sinise. Oh, yep. my God. Reindeer Games, I yeah. Got,
0: I got The Green Mile. I got so excited. Yeah. I was
1: like, Tom Hanks, but yeah. No, he wasn't The Reindeer Games. I'm going to go with... N- numero tres. Name the 1973
0: movies that starred a real life father and daughter duo as a father and daughter con team. Hmm. Oh, man. Wow, I wouldn't even know this one. Even close. 1973
1: was... The... French connection. I have no idea. Nope. Uh, that would be The
0: Paper Moon, starring Ryan and Tatum O'Neill.
1: Yes. Yep, that one. That movie was Woo! so great. News. All right. Saw that. One through three. Let's go three. Which of the following films was not written by Stephen King? Was it Pet Cemetery, The Shining, Misery, or The Hand That Rocks the Cradle?
0: I'm not with The Hand That Rocks the Cradle?
1: You would be right.
0: Right, finally somebody
1: got something on the scoreboard Alright I'm gonna go with Number Number
0: one Who appeared in all the following Movies At First Sight Quiz Show and Mighty Aphrodite <laughs> Aphrodite <laughs> Aphrodite Aphrodite Oh man Um
1: Glenn Close
0: No sir that would be Mira Servino
1: Whoo. Yakers. So you're up one to nothing. One through three.
0: Let me go with number one.
1: What movie involves racial bias, marriage, and John Prentice? (laughs) Okay. Uh, What? Yes.
0: Uh, I'll take. Yeah, don't know. Guess who's coming to dinner? <laughs> wow! Mm-hmm. Sure. I'm gonna go with number oh, number two. In
1: 1984, he
0: sang "Against All Odds." That's it. Yep. That's a movie. That was yeah soundtrack. Phil Collins. Good call.
1: You saw it, didn't you? You did, didn't you? You saw it. No, I just know that song. (laughs) One to one. Uh, What do you got? One through three. uh, Let me go with... Two? (laughs) Which of the following movie soundtracks does not feature a song by Elton John? The Lion King, Almost Famous, famous or Forrest Gump?
0: I don't know he on The Lion King.
1: Forrest Gump? That's your answer? Yeah. You are right. Wow. Two was... to one. Wow, no. Was... I, let me... Th- I have to get this right. Yep. Or I lose. Uh, give me number one. Name
0: the actor who appeared in all the following films. Airport, 1975, Airport, 77, and Airport, 79. Airport? Yep. Oh, shit. Leslie Nielsen. No, my friend. George Kennedy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> Alright, well, Brandon is your winner, folks. Two to one. <laughs> Look at that. Man, oh man. Wow, those were those Yeah, those, are, those were tough questions right there. They definitely were. Alright, that is pretty much our show, folks. Hope you enjoyed our little competition there. Um, again... Thanks so much for all the support. Uh, we're going to... Uh, I don't know what I was going to say there, but <laughs> we have our Twitters. Obviously, our main Twitter is at BlockbusterCast. My personal Twitter is at BCCord. Follow us. Uh, Brandon's is at Big BigPapaBBCast yes. on Twitter. So again, and our email is cast at gmail.com email us let us know how we're doing um again appreciate all the support and definitely have an announcement for next week we're gonna have the guys from the goat movie podcast join us um which should be fun or you know, they're gonna call in they're in california we're obviously in tampa um So, yeah, they're going to call into the show, discuss some movies with us. We're definitely looking forward to you guys. Obviously, Angel, Julius, uh, all you guys. So, uh, can't wait for that. And uh, so, yeah, that's pretty much our show, like I said. Um, But, obviously, we're going to go over for next week's box office. Um, Obviously, going to go over what's coming out this week first. We have The Conjuring 2, the new horror film coming out. Um and Now You See Me 2. Man, a lot of sequels coming out. Uh, now You See Me 2 and Warcraft. Uh, Where do you see the box office falling this weekend, Brandon? Well, I mean, you you're know, obviously money. So. No, you know what's
0: funny? Look at look at this picture. I had to take a picture. I always forget to bring my notes. This is on a sticky note when I was going through what movies came out this week. I put it on a sticky note, a little sticky note for the thing. Um, I put The Conjuring 1. Uh, Now You See Me 2 at 2 give me warcraft at three you know which one of those you know i don't even know why i put warcraft could easily take number two but i'll i'll stay in now you see me at two warcraft at three Teenage manager turtles at four and i'll say me before you rounds up top five
1: yeah this is this is an interesting week um yeah i mean everyone i mean horror films are definitely pulling in money right now yeah. um yeah, I got to go with Conjuring 2. I'm going to go with Warcraft at uh number 2. Um now you ah, I'm going to go with Oh man. I I'm going to go I'm gonna, just going to be safe. I'm going to say Now you see me at 3 Teenage Mutant uh, Ninja Turtles at 4 and uh Alice Through the Looking Glass at number 5. So I think we only flip-flopped a little there. Um, You had Alistair the Looking less at number five as well? Mm-mm. I had um, uh, Me Before You. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense. But, hey, I'm going to change it up. All right, so yeah, that is our box office predictions. Again, stay tuned next week when we have the guys from the GOAT Movie Podcast. Obviously, GOAT stands for greatest of all time. Would you look at that? Can't wait to have you guys on and uh talk some movies but uh brandon you got any final thoughts
0: no i just i'm i'm definitely looking forward to uh having these guys on the show look forward to talking uh movies with them um as always thank you to everybody who listens to the podcast and um like i said we'll get to more emails we we're literally backed up on a couple yeah so hopefully we can uh get through that yeah, i apologize definitely. blake For not reading the whole email once again but um
1: yeah but yeah i mean we definitely got got your your question answered i'd say but yeah uh can't wait to talk to those guys and thanks guys for all the support shout out to matthew and aaron appreciate you guys listening um you want to shout out to matt and aaron
0: uh, Matthew uh, I guess I'm, I probably shouldn't say last name but uh, yeah uh, yes we definitely
1: appreciate your support you've been there since day one
0: thank you guys
1: yes sir alright that is our show thanks guys so much for listening can't wait for next week appreciate you guys listening every single week we'll be back hey grab some popcorn grab some candy we're gonna see you guys at the movies.